Welcome to the Character Chronicles, the People Show. Checking the Pulse of Rescue Nation, brought to you Nebraska Spine Hospital. Today I have a special guest. I'm joined by new Nebraska coach, Mickey Joseph. How you doing today, my friend? Adam, how you doing, brother? I'm good, man. I want to thank you for taking the time to join me and talk to me. What does it mean to come back home to your alma mater, to be a part of this football program again as a coach working with Scott Frost? Well, you know, one thing is, you know, I'm home in Louisiana, but, you know, we say to my family, you know, you leave home to go back home. You know, Nebraska was a was once my home. It was, once the, it was a place that I, that's all I knew was, you know, Lincoln, Nebraska. And then I eventually moved to Omaha for a couple of, um, couple of years. But um, it's a very special place, you know, in my heart for me and my family, especially my parents, because, you know, you know, from New Orleans to Nebraska is a, a, a far distance, and, and you know, for how, how they took took care of me there. Yeah, you know, they really they really appreciate that. And you know, like I told like I told Frost, I said again, I I know you got this thing going in the right direction, and and I want I want to come back, and I want to just I want to help him and 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 get into his vision about where the program should go, and I totally believe in that. And um and he he's doing an excellent job right now on on the road recruiting and 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 get me get me um used to things around here how do we how do we we do things around here in Nebraska now but it's a it's a great feeling man with the guys in the building that I've met you know it's just been a, a you know a good group of guys and you know it's good to see some old faces and you know man it's just a special it's just special for me right now. So talk to me because I'm sure you're aware of this. Nebraska had about 40 billion close games last year. And they're right there. Like, they're doing a lot of things really well. Obviously, the record is not what anybody wants it to be. From what, And you've only been here a short time, so to speak. You just got hired not too long ago. But from what you've seen so far, and probably from what you've seen from afar, even while you were coaching at LSU, what are some of the, the little things or some of the things that you think uh, need to be adjusted and or improved on going into the next 2022 football season for the Huskers? Well, you know, I... I really don't want to comment on that right now because I hadn't really sat down with Scott about yeah. it. But one thing I can tell you, though, when you, when you, when you looked at them, they, they were well coached. Um, they, they, they played hard. They, they played with some passion. And, and, Adam, I think they just came up short, you know, and, and it could be any three phases of the game where I came up short at. I think that's I think that's what Scott's going to sit down this offseason as a staff and, you know, get a coordinator here, get a, a, a O-line coach in here. And we sit down and we look at the, the cutups from the past season and see where it went wrong at. But right now, I, I couldn't tell you because who I saw is just teams coming up short. And I, because I wasn't behind the scenes, you know, I can tell you what happened to LSU when we came up short, but not right now. No, that, that, that makes a lot of sense. So, real quick, looking back at LSU, because obviously you guys. 2019 won the national championship. You had a record-setting offense, a Heisman Trophy winner, Bolitnikoff Award winner, All-Americans first-round picks. You beat, I think, seven teams in the top ten, four in the top five that year. Obviously, you know, the last season or two wasn't quite the same. Um, but is it kind of in the back of your mind, like, hey, maybe maybe we could have had a little bit more of a chance at LSU before they let us go, or is that just kind of how it is in college football nowadays? Well, you know what? You, you want to think that you we got another year. You know, after going through Colgan with the boys and um, you're not playing with a full roster and I sometimes not playing with a full staff, you know, during the Colgan. And then coming back this year and, and really getting them back going to normal procedures and, you know, the normalcy of practice and, you know, training, you know, um, two days. But we didn't get it. And, you know, at LSU, they, they, you know, they, they want to win. And, I, you know, you can't blame them. They have that right. They have that right. You know, 
we went five and five, and we came back and went six and six. And you know, good luck to them in a bowl game. I'm, I'm sure they're going to get after K State, and they'll be 76 and end with a winning record. You know, I think Brad Davis is going to do a great job of leading them in a bowl game, and um, I know those, those kids in that room going to fight. But you know, it just it's the it's the nature it's a, it's the it's part of the game now. You know that they want you to win, and they want you to win now. You know, and that's that's it. And I think as a coach, you understand that, and um, and, and you know you got to get it done. So one more question about LSU, then we'll just look ahead to Nebraska. So what were some of the keys to the success you guys were able to have? Specifically, I'm thinking with the, those wide receivers. You had two to three really good wide, wide receivers, some of the best in the country. Um, you know, not all of them were even that highly recruited, you know, so to speak. So how do you bring in highly recruited guys? How do you develop guys who maybe are a little bit overlooked but have that ability? How were you able to do that at LSU, and how do you think that transitions to Nebraska? But part of our success at LSU, and 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 I make it clear, we had players, we had dudes. You know, we had we had a we had a Heisman winning um, quarterback, we had a Belichick winning winning receiver. You know, we had a first round running back. You know, we had um, another first round receiver. We had a second round receiver, and you know, everybody that touched the ball went went in the first round, except I think Daddy is small, so it was first and second round. So we had players. Don't so you know, recruiting's a big thing, and I I I, I do believe that. You know, Kirby Smart said it best. You know, um, coaching can out coach recruiting. You know, and that and that's what that's one thing that that we did at at LSU, and that's one thing you know they're doing at Nebraska, and we're going to continue to do. But you got to recruit. You got to get you some players in there. But then 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 uh, think about it, it's about developing receivers. You you got to get the norm first. You got to get the norm first. You got to see where their football IQ is at. See what they know. See what they can absorb from them. You know, and I, and I think you got to continue to challenge them like I'm going to do in the receivers at Nebraska. You got to continue to challenge them every day, you know, because right now, you know, I just met with them, you know, and, and, and we're going we're gonna to start catching some footballs. You know, we're going to start running some routes you know, and because you got to you got to continue to work. And that's one thing I think we did at LSU. We worked and we worked and we worked and the kids wanted to work and they loved it. They loved the game. And, um, and, and when game time came, it was easy for them because they put the work in. Talk to me about recruiting, because recruiting is, is very important, absolutely. So, but, you know, kids, teenagers, they change, they evolve, just like society evolves and change. So I'm sure recruiting is different now versus 10 years ago versus 15 and 20. So when you're trying to talk to a young man and say, hey, this is the best place for you, what is the key to recruiting or connecting with a young man out of high school so he wants to come play for you in the university that you're coaching at? I, you know, I stress to this. I stress to them that um, everybody's going to have buildings. Everybody's going to have stadiums. It's about the people in the building. It's, it's about the secretary. It's about the, the video guy. It's, it's about the, um, the, the the nutritionist. It's about the strength coach. The people in the building that that makes the team, that makes the um, the football team go. And I think kids got to. I try to open up their eyes to that. And then, you know, if you got good people in the building, recruits will be because everybody's working their butt off now. Don't get it, don't get it twisted. Everybody's working hard at recruiting. Ain't nobody like not recruiting. I'm on my way to go recruit right now. Yeah, you know. So, but so everybody's working hard at it. But then you got to you got to kind of find a little side piece of it. You know, what else can I sell to them? And, and what you sell to them is the people in the building. You know, because you know, don't get caught up in the stadiums. Don't get caught up in the in the locker room because everybody's going to have that. You know, but the people in the building makes a difference. I completely agree. When people in the li- area that I'm living in, they kids coming out of high school, they kind of ask me. I'll, I'll, the way I phrase it, everybody has shiny toys. 
you know, the buildings and whatnot. They have shiny toys. What I say is actually get to know the strength coach. You're going to spend as yes. much time with him as anybody and go oh, watch and see right. how they treat former players. Because when yeah. they don't need you anymore, that shows you how much they truly care about you. And every university is very different when it comes to that. So those are always the two things I tell them. And like you said, it's the people. So yeah. talk to me about the transfer portal. Because the transfer portal has kind of completely changed certain things about college football. Players leaving, yeah. players coming coming to your school. Obviously, Nebraska is going to be looking at some kids from the transfer portal to make an immediate impact this year. Talk to me about how the transfer portal has drastically changed some parts of college football. Well, you, you can fill you can fill a hole in immediately. You know, you don't have to go to that that freshman in high school, no, that freshman in college, or that um, the sophomore. You can immediately go get a junior. You immediately go get a kid with college playing experience, and that really helps you when you're trying to plug that hole where you, where you need to plug that. So it really it, it helps. But you know, but some kids, you know, I think some kids jump in the portal and they don't have a plan. I think before you get in the portal, you got to have a plan. You know, and I, I think it hurts some kids, you know, but it also can help some kids. But it definitely can, it's helping teams. It's, it's balancing out college football right now. That makes a lot of sense. The grass looks greener, but sometimes it isn't always greener somewhere else. And sometimes taking, it is. Yeah, you're taking you know? a chance. You're right. You're taking a chance. That's why you got to fill it out. It goes back to what I said. Yep. You got to fill the people in that building because you're going to play football. Mm-hmm. You're going to play football. You've been playing football since probably eight years old. So you're going to play football. The reason you're there because your skills are needed. That's why you're visiting that school. So now you got the kids got to look beyond that and say, okay, let me look at the people in the building, how they treat me, you know. And and I think when kids do that, they make they make the right decisions. Absolutely, man. One last question for you. You don't have to go into too much detail if you want, but I'm just kind of curious because I've been in the meetings with a new coach that comes in. Sometimes it's it's. Very much excitement. Sometimes it's apprehension, like, here we go again. You know, just kind of what was the feeling that first time you met with the wide receivers, whatever you're comfortable with sharing with us? Well, you know, you're excited because it's a new challenge. And, and, and what, I, what I got from that meeting was that they were eager. It was a fresh start for them, just like it's a fresh start for me. You know, we, 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 we agreed up front that we're going to be to- totally open with, with each other. You know, and and not hold anything on our chest. You know, if, if something happens, we immediately address the problem. We don't we don't leave the elephant in the room, and 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 that we 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 fight and we want to be the engine that makes this team move. So that's now that starts. You, you got to do things right. You got to do everything right. You got to be on time for meetings. You you, you got to be a treatment on time when you say you're going to be in treatment on time. You got to be taking notes in a meeting, just doing things right, but being an engine that makes this thing tick. And I think we can do it. You know, I think we can do it. And, and like, like, you know, I'm saying to myself, I'm excited, but we don't have, we got to slowly get there. I don't have to have them ready until September or Ireland while we're going out the country, you know, but other than that, you know, we're going to continue to work and, and we're going to get better every day. We're going to try to grow every day. And I think if we grow every day, that when we do get to season, that we're gonna be fine. Because I, I know, I know, I believe in Scott. Scott's gonna find a trigger man, and um, we got a couple of kids in the building right now, you know. But the, the trigger man always got to have targets, you know. And and we got to get there, and we will, you know, because they got some good talent in that room. It's about just getting it out of them, you know. And and they're gonna make me a better coach. I told them, they told me, I told them the other day. I said, I'm gonna learn from you guys. 
You know, we're going to learn from each other, but we're going to have a great relationship because I always have, that's one thing I'm good about, having great relationships with it, with them and um, knowing everything about them and, you know, keeping their families involved, you know, talking to their parents, you know, you know, they play bad, you know, the parents call you, mm-hmm. you know, and I don't, I don't do a call from parents. I don't do that. <laughs> I tell you, like, I think, I think seven years ago, seven years ago, I wouldn't take a phone call from a parent. Yeah. And then I thought about it. I said, you know what? I sat in this parent house, told them I was going to take care of their kid. But when their kid don't play well or don't get in the game, how many snaps that the parents want, I don't take the phone call. Well, you know what? That's not fair. Let me man up. Let me bow my neck because I'm not doing anything wrong. You know, the only reason, the only way you're going to play as a receiver for University of Nebraska, you're going to earn it. <laughs> and you're going to earn it during the week. You're not going to practice bad Monday, practice bad Tuesday, practice bad Wednesday. And then come Saturday, oh, here comes Superman. Oh, that's not happening. We're gonna we're gonna practice. We're gonna we're gonna work. We're gonna do things the right way, and, and then we're gonna get on the field on Saturday. You know, because I tell them all the time, and I'll leave you with this: the ones you like get away with things, and when they get to Saturdays, they become two by fours. They'll win you two, and they'll lose you four. <laughs> <laughs> and you That's still a have good a losing yeah. record at the end of the day. You know, and I, and I but I think they're they're a good group. You know, I, you know, overall they're a good group. You know, like I said, it's, a, it's great guys in the building. I got to meet. Um, you know, the, the recruit staff and I get to see my old friend, Kenny Wilhite walking through there and, and man, seeing Ryan Brown, he hadn't even aged and he's telling me I hadn't aged. I'm like, dude, you look younger than me. <laughs> Coach Brown does look the exact same, man. When they brought him back a couple oh, years ago, looks, I'm like, you don't look no he different. 30, he looks 35. <laughs> it's crazy. That's awesome. Though. Well, man, I appreciate you for joining me. Good luck on the recruiting trail and welcome home, man. And Adam, man, I appreciate you having me and, um, uh, I don't know if I was supposed to do an interview, but I figured it was you, so I said it's okay. <laughs> I appreciate it. And I always tell people, hey, if there's something you don't want in the interview or something like that, this is always pre-recorded. Yeah. We can edit it out. So hopefully you're comfortable with yeah. everything I asked you. No, so. I'm, I'm comfortable with everything. I appreciate you. I appreciate it. And until next time, Husker Nation, go Big Red. And always remember, throw the bone. Yes, sir. Go Big Red. Thanks again to our sponsor, Nebraska Spine Hospital. Ladies and gentlemen, when it's your spine, you do not want to mess around and experience matters. That's why you can trust the experts at Nebraska Spine Hospital, the region's only spine-specific hospital. They are the best at what they do.